0: while it's, you know, while the the rocking is is rocking, you know what I'm saying, Mm, Man, here on episode 19 of the Block-to-Block podcast, the best podcast in the world for all things Web3. Here we break down the technology, what's going on in the market, and the ways in which you can benefit. I am NFT and Jai. And I am Web3 Wayne. And over here, the talk is different.
1: Always, always so different that we gotta make sure that you remember you lose your money, that's on you. We're not even gonna get that deep into any market stuff today, but this podcast is informational purposes only. We will not be responsible if you use if you lose your money, you use your money, guap, bread, cheese, cella, mozzarella, provolone. That ain't on us that's on you. So consult a financial advisor or any other professional and uh, make sure you're protected and, and making money and not losing money. And with that, let's get it started. Episode 19. Mama, do how you feeling, man, after a long year?
0: Man, I'm feeling excited because today's the season finale for season one of the podcast. <laughs> episode 19. It's, and I'm not talking about 19 episodes that like we did once, one a month, or one every two weeks, or one every quarter. We did 19 straight weeks of back-to-back episodes. Fire. And everything in Web3. Fire. Man. Eat. And Eat. y'all thought we was lying. Y'all thought we was capping when we said every week. No, we don't miss a Thursday. Don't we miss a Thursday. So Thursday before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Thursday. And today, the Thursday before New Year's. Just Yeah
1: on Thanksgiving we did one on Thanksgiving crazy crazy to think of like how how are these guys so dedicated they must be wondering the people must want to know why do y'all do this every week and we was just talking about this earlier you know it's because the people need this mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that the people need to to know about Web3 what's going on they need to know in a, in a very simple fashion Hey, this is Web3. This is what it entails. You know, our mission with this podcast is to, to really be a gateway into the Web3 world for the people. So we make sure we, we did it every week. And, uh, you know, on top of that, too, it's, it's kept us on top of our game. We're able to, to stay on top of the market, what's going on, um, you know, make sure that, that we're not falling behind as well. So mm-hmm. it's it's been dope. You know, especially shout out to, to Mamadou uh, for, for making sure we stay weekly. Shout out to to Sean of the Seven Streams. He, you know, making sure y'all getting this this knowledge, this game on on how to diversify when it comes to that cash flow. Uh, not giving financial advice, but giving some some financial uh, plays that maybe you can incorporate and take to your financial advisor. Mm-hmm. So shout out to both of y'all for, for carrying the, the, the show on. On those weeks where I couldn't make it, definitely wanted to to point that out and and highlight you guys, man.
0: Yeah, we appreciate you, man. Like, you know, Derek, or aka Web3Dwayne, you know, he's the real mastermind when it comes to all things tech within this group, this duo, the big two of Web3. The big two behind Timbuktu.
1: Yes, sir. The shirts, y'all. Yeah, yeah.
0: On YouTube. Make sure you also like, comment, subscribe, and share with all your loved ones. And if you're listening on our audio platform, please give us those five stars. That review, it's so helpful. It's so helpful. We love oh, you. So yes. Oh, so helpful. But yeah, today's special because what we wanted to do, we wanted to be a little different from our traditional format. Today, we're really focusing on two main areas. First, our predictions of like some of the key topics you need to watch out for for 2023 when it comes to web 3 because as we know this technology is ever evolving there's so much more interest so much more eyes within this whole sphere of the technological advancements of web 3 so it's really important that we break down exactly what are some of the key things you know just a just a sample if you will of things you need to watch out for right and not watch out for it in a negative sense but you know just to be cognizant to be yeah, aware yeah.
1: keep on your radar keep on your radar keep on your radar yep. you know if you, if you see the if you see some of the things that we're talking about pop up across the screen click on the article read it you know leave a comment and let us know if you know want us to to give you all a deeper dive into those topics you know that's that's really important we want to do too we want to see for season two is a lot more interaction, a lot more of you guys telling us, you know, what you want to see, what you want to hear. Um, We want to make sure that we're giving you the, the best game possible.
0: Absolutely. So with that being said, let's just dive right into it. And the first big concept, a big idea we need to watch out for is how we're thinking about this notion of DeFi, right? Decentralized finance. And just really the whole spirit behind web3 so Mm. let's just let's just take it back what do we mean by DeFi, decentralized finance this idea that anybody can be included in the financial system and it doesn't have to be controlled if you will by these large central bodies right so large financial institutions banks you know entities of that nature and so really with the creation of bitcoin Right. Back in 2009, it was very powerful. And it really took off because of this this dream, this idea that you don't have to necessarily fit the criteria set by this central institution. If you have an Internet connection, you can get cryptocurrency and you can be a part of the financial system. So that's like this. That's one of the biggest notions of like DeFi. And when it comes to Web3 as a whole. Just really this idea of we, the consumers, we can control our data and we don't have to be at the whims of these large uh, monopolistic type organizations, you know, who really control all the data, if you will. And so that's really what the notion was. However, what we've been seeing with just the unraveling of this space from Like super high valuations to like very, very low price points because of like the market crash to the FTX collapse to all these schemes going on. To now, the government's really looking into this space in terms of how do we regulate it. It's really challenging this idea of decentralization and DeFi and this whole power to the people mentality, if you will, right? And so. Our prediction is the initial idea of there not being any kind of central authority regulated in this space or what have you, that's probably going to the win. However, there still may be elements of this idea of decentralization that it will still exist on, right? Like the idea of, hey, anybody can participate in crypto as long as they have internet connection or... And not just crypto, but all aspects of Web three, from like NFTs, DAOs, and what have you, that's still going to live on. But this idea of we're going to exist without the central powers that be is probably not that realistic. What What's more likely going to occur is like a merge between the two, as some Mm -hmm. sort of any thoughts there, Web three, Wayne?
1: Man, I think that's uh, those are great points because the technology and innovation is very important. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You know, we we saw some some great things that those uh, companies, those DeFi companies were able to do. There's a reason why those valuations got so high. Right. Like it wasn't just because um, it was a great Ponzi scheme. Right. Like that may play parts in for some of them, but truly there was it was great innovation that um, really was leading to this next generation of finance. I think what we're going to see to your point is not only like those centralized institutions start to experiment with some of those, but also those people who are working at those DeFi companies, right? They're going to get hired on by those mm. institutions. So we're going to see the brain trust of the technology move into those spaces. Um, and I think it's really going to push forward the, the financial sector. Um, I'm excited to, to see what happens, especially in 2023. I think we will see the first inklings, right? And I think that's like what we want to get across is it may not be the boom that we saw from before. Um, uh, but we will see kind of some of those things creep into those institutions. And of course, if you're not looking for it, it's gonna go over your head, and in five to ten years, you're gonna be like, When did we get here? Right? Like, mm-hmm. I thought this was the scam that we all uh, agreed was a scam, and now you know, it's a part of my bank account, you know, it's part of my Chase app or it's part of my Bank of America app. Um, you know, disclaimer, we don't know, you know, what they're working on in terms of DeFi and what's going on. Those are just examples. Um, but yeah, so um, definitely, you know, if you're thinking about Web3 and you're trying to understand what's going on in the market, again, you know, look for some of those uh, buzzwords, you know, look for Uh, Some of those inklings is not going to be as in your face. It's not going to be billion dollar valuation, you know, the next JP Morgan Chase headliners. But it it will be
0: in those articles and we we will see those pop up. Definitely. Yeah. And with that, let's talk about another thing that's going to be that has been in articles and will continue to be in articles. Yeah.
1: Are are we speaking of regulation? Because that's going to be very big.
0: Regulated,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, for 2023, I think what we're going to see is a couple things happen. Um, one, we're going to see, of course, with this whole collapse from FTX, what we spent too much time talking about, but which was really important, we're going to see regulators focusing on you know bringing some type of protection, you know, to consumers, especially to to retailers Um, when it comes to Web3, when it comes to crypto, DeFi, um, NFTs, whatever it may be, uh, we're going to see some regulation come into play. Um, The thing that's going to be on our mind and the thing to look out for, though, is how that regulation manifests, right? So in uh, one of our episodes... It's, I want to say it might have been episode eight. I want to say we talked a little bit about some legislation that was coming through Washington, um, you know, in the, the latter parts of this year. They were hoping to, to get that uh regulation passed, that bill pa- passed. Um, funny enough, uh, SBF was, was big behind it, um, and you know, a lot of the crypto world was against it. I think that that regulation is going to be something. That will come back into the spotlight, um, and essentially, you know, what that regulation was looking at is, you know, how do we classify different types of tokenized assets, right? Uh, should all tokens fall under the SEC, or right? should uh, some tokens fall under the SEC, some under the FTC, um, some other, some some other uh, regulators and in, in regulation? So I think we'll see more clarity in 2023 around what that is. What we don't want to see is everything thrown into the SEC box, right? Um, one thing that that may pose as a, a problem is in terms of the, the general economic outlook, right? When we talk about these businesses that are uh, trying to, to, to build with this technology, build different companies around this technology, if everything is looked at as a security everything is is under that SEC, there's uh, higher costs that are associated with that. And so we can see a lot of businesses that, you know, aren't necessarily operating within that securities realm start to look at new places for them to set up shop, right? Mm -hmm. We can see, you know, in terms of the economy, the U.S. economy being left behind because, you know, the, the SEC is hell bent on being the main a regulator for all things Web three. When that you know it's not a one size fit all type of industry, um, so we'll see how that plays out. I think that you know just based off of the the bill that was in Congress, the bill that they wanted to to uh, bring to the floor, what you know some regulations saying, hey, if you know this is something that's basically a, a token that could basically be stock within a company, of course that's a security. But if it's just tokenizing an asset, um, but that asset is a commodity, like an in, in NFT that is solely for uh, utility, solely for uh, being related to some type of digital asset or even a physical asset, then that should fall under the FTC and that should be more of a commodity. Um, I think if we see something like that, that's going to be a better situation for uh, the market at large and, and honestly for the U.S. economy, because this is the next step in, uh, you know, the, the, the business revolution, you know, the, uh, the next step in innovation. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Definitely be on the lookout for where regulators, where legislators are leaning when it comes to putting these bills on the floor and how regulators will monitor the market at large. Very important. Very, very important.
0: Super important, super important. And that's really a great summation of it all, right? Mm -hmm. If if the United States imposes the wrong type of regulation that stifles innovation, we really put ourselves at risk of losing any sort of competitive edge when it comes to Web3, which, as we know, is going to disrupt all of these industries. So Mm -hmm. great, great point. Let's just definitely stay tuned, and we'll be following that development as the year progresses. For sure. Yeah. For and sure. speaking of progression, right? As we say, this space is super fast moving, and we're seeing like how the technology is continuing to evolve. And there's like more use cases being thrown into the mix, right? Mm-hmm. And with that, we want to talk about something to look out for, the continued evolution of DAOs. So once again, ADEL stands for a Decentralized Autonomous Organization. These are communities that are powered by web three technology where there isn't one central authority or a few individuals with the power. It's really a consensus-based system where everybody has voting rights. Everybody really contributes to the overall decision-making processes. Mm. And so really democratic in nature. And with the onset of DAOs, a lot of them have been more so focused on like community initiatives, whether it's something on, like on the social side, political, environmental. However, we're starting to see a trend of investment DAOs, which are DAOs that are centered around taking the funds of individuals, pulling them together, and investing in certain assets, right? So, one example I can think of would be, I want to say their name is flip Flip to Dow, which is a real estate investment DAO created by DJ Envy for The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy! <laughs> and that's just one example, right? Like, that's the real estate play. There may be other DAOs focused on, you know, mergers and acquisitions of, like, smaller companies. Like, really, we're seeing more use cases of DAOs. I've even seen articles talk about science-based DAOs, right, in which the scientific community is coming together in order to make pathways and innovations when it comes to, like, scientific research, everything else of that nature. So we're really starting to see a lot more adoption of DAOs and more unique use cases from the financial space, from the educational scientific space. And who knows, right? So once again, it's a technology to pay attention to. And it could be a great tool within your own respective community to really get stuff done.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And and you know to add to that, episode fifteen we had Aki on, um from Wonder Love. Also, uh, he's working on a, a DAO project uh, as well, Web three for Humanity. Be on the lookout for that. Um, I think he said they're uh, they're looking to to. Launched something um sometime early this year, the first half of this year, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely go check out episode 15. It was a, a great, great uh episode we had guests uh Aki on um, from the Pepper Soup Talk Podcast. Um
0: they need to drop my episode. They
1: need to drop this they need to drop your episode, man. Same. I heard it. Aki was 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 talking it up. So I, I'm definitely I haven't even seen it yet. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing it with the rest of everybody, man. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so there, there's so many, like you said, so many use cases there. There's so many people out there that's that's doing um, big things with dials. And it's really a good opportunity. I think Web3 for Humanity, the the premise, if I'm not mistaken, is buying, black, buying back the block. Right. So having a dial, an investment dial for you to invest in, you know, your neighborhood or, you know, neighborhoods that you grew up in and, you know, making sure that the, um, you know, the community has some, some say and some some investment power and prowess within their own community. Right. right. Um, so, you know, really, really, really uh, special things that can happen with dial with this innovative technology. Definitely be on the lookout for it. Uh, we'll definitely have Aki back on to talk more about Web3 for humanity. So be on the lookout for for that next next episode as well.
0: Most definitely, <clears throat> most yes, definitely. Sir. Yes, man, sir. it's a, it's an exciting time, man. We're seeing Dallas are going to be evolving, mm-hmm. but there's another piece of Web3 technology that's going to evolve as well next year. Yes, Web3 yes, yes Please tell the people. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. You you know I got to give the people the, the the good game when it comes to one of the things we love to talk about on here, and that's NFTs. And, you know, it's it's going to be really big because we're already seeing some transition, right? Some evolution when it comes to NFTs. And the, the big thing is that NFTs is, is right now thought of as this JPEG, you know, that it's equivalent with. A digital photo, a digital picture, and everybody's trying to figure out—you know—why is this, you know, picture that's online that I can easily copy, easily copy and paste? Why is that important? Why is that worth money? Why is that worth my time? And mm-hmm. I think we're going to see this evolution from NFTs being synonymous with these JPEGs, with these digital pictures, and it's really going to become more focused on utility. Right, more focused on how NFT technology can be used to uh, connect to different businesses, different brands, different products. Um, and, and we're really going to see that that change, that switch where you're not even going to hear NFTs anymore, right? You're, you're not even necessarily going to hear something referred to as an NFT, but the, the technology is going to be employed, mm-hmm. right? The technology is going to be used. For instance, Reddit, Overtook OpenSea as, you know, the platform with the most Web3 users, right? And that's because they basically use NFT technology for their avatars, for people, for the avatar marketplace. So if you wanted to buy an avatar, they were able to track that transaction history and track the ownership using NFT technology um, and, you know, those creators are able to get royalties from resale of the avatars that they create for other people. Um, so there's one instance already, right? That happened back in, in August, September time period, um, which we also talked about episode, I want to say three or four. Um, and we're going to see more of that, right? We see Starbucks coming into play. We have the 2 that's also going to be a major player. In uh, that that rebranding effort, if you will, uh, with our, our physical NFT technology that we'll be talking about. Um, of course, Nike has has you know come out as well, where they're uh, doing their the digital thing. That word kind of creeps me out. I'm not gonna lie, so uh-huh. digital, digital. Uh, but <laughs> where you know people collectors can can buy shoes, and it comes with basically the metaverse equivalent, right? So. You buy the shoes in real life, and now your your Metaverse avatar also has those shoes. Um, So we're going to see just a lot of really, really cool things come out of this NFT technology. We may start to hear NFT a lot less and less if you're not paying attention, but best believe that NFT technology is being used on the back end, right? And, And that's why we've talk so much about nfts and we're going to continue to use the term and you know as you come and patronize any of our events you'll hear hear us talking about nfts so that you can kind of understand on the the back end side on the the side of things that you don't see what is actually being used right so definitely uh come uh spend some time with us at at you know, some of our events that we'll be putting on, our, our activations, as we like to call them, where we'll be immersing you into the world of, of Web3, NFTs, the whole nine yards. Um, but yeah, so NFTs 2023 is going to be different. Um, and I, I think it's really important to also, you know, look at the, the ecosystems behind NFT technology and what's allowing for this, this technology to be used. And uh, I think it's important to to highlight Ethereum. So, mamadu I, I would love for you to to give the people an inside look of what Ethereum has coming down on the roadmap for twenty twenty three. Man,
0: thank you, thank you. I'm I'm gonna give you guys a little bit about what Ethereum's about to do. But first, I must admit that Web three Wayne does it better. He does it in episode four, in which we talked about the Ethereum merge and. The subsequent next phases of ethereum's development so once again high level ethereum is the largest blockchain network when it comes to having a dap ecosystem decentralized applications right and really since they're like the biggest in the space what they do really matters and so on episode four we talked about how ethereum upgraded their system to under what something called the merge in which they went from a proof-of-work protocol to a proof-of-stake protocol. Proof-of-stake being a lot more energy efficient. When they made this merge, by over 90%, they reduced their energy consumption. Mm -hmm. And so, the next phase for Ethereum, in which they target to do by the end of Q2 of next year, is the Shanghai phase, right? Shanghai is focused on Helping those who have staked their ETH, which is the currency of Ethereum, to be able to withdraw it. Because with a proof of stake protocol, essentially what happens is for you to validate the transaction on a blockchain, you have to stake your cryptocurrency, your ETH, which is just putting it up and saying, hey, if for whatever reason I'm a fraudulent or whatever, I will lose my Ethereum. And so since the merge has occurred you know there's been many individuals whose ETH in which they staked has been they haven't been able to withdraw it back as so the shanghai phase is really focused on that allowing them to re- withdraw the ethereum that has been staked and there's different benefits with this phase as well which we're going to cover more in depth within future episodes of block to block
1: yes 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 so definitely be on the lookout, man. I, I think that was a a great, 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 great explanation of what to look out for. Uh, I think you know one other thing I'll just mention as well is the EIP for forty eight forty four, and we'll be talking a little bit more and giving you more in depth uh looks at at that that protocol um, mm-hmm. in twenty twenty three. EIP is is. EIP 4844 is basically just uh, another uh, Ethereum innovation that's going to help to uh, the blockchain scale, right? So it's going to make it easier for scaling to have to happen. It's also going to help uh, those layer two scale as well. So it's going to be another big moment uh, for Ethereum and just the overall blockchain ecosystem as we look to, to bring in more dApps and more scalability, scalability uh, on board more users um, and, and really make sure that, you know, when we talk about Web3, blockchain, whatever it may be, that it's meeting all of the, the different
0: needs of the, the greater economy. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking about meeting the needs of really just greater economies, greater systems, how do we improve upon these different blockchain networks please let the people know as we talked about layer one the importance Mm -hmm. of layer two absolutely absolutely and
1: when it when it comes to blockchain technology right when it comes to web 3 when we talk about layer ones we're talking about bitcoin we're talking about ethereum we're talking about solana cardano uh, those blockchain technologies, you could think of them um, similar to the, the operating system or, um, you know, internet protocols, if you will. Um, from there, we have our, our layer twos, right? Um, and, and what may be an even better uh, way to explain it is the layer one is the operating system, And then your Layer 2 is, you know, your Internet Explorer, your Google Chrome, right? It makes it easier um, and it makes it more accessible for you to use this uh, computer technology, if you will, right? This blockchain technology becomes a little bit easier to use. Um, And what Layer 2s offer is scalability, um, better user experience, confidentiality, security. There really is a lot to be said about layer twos and a lot that you know layer twos will offer the broader uh, ecosystem when it comes to those dApps, right? And, and also transactions and, and the ability for the blockchain technology to handle broader and, and more expansive types of transactions. Um, so when we talk about layer twos, you know, we're, we're talking about things such as Immutable X, uh, Arbitrum, uh, even, you know, your Polygon is technically not a, a layer two, but it is a layer two innovation, if you will. It's a side chain um, that's built off of the Ethereum blockchain. Um, you also have some other technologies that are going to be important when we talk about this net, next iteration of blockchain and making it more scalable and, and you know, usable for people, and that's ZK rollups, right, which is another layer two innovation which allows for transactions to happen off of the blockchain, um, summarize those transactions and put it onto the blockchain. Um, so, for instance, one big knock on Bitcoin was how slow it was to process transactions. Even Ethereum, um, there were a lot of limitations with the ZK rollup. Those transactions can happen off of the chain, so you can do a hundred thousand, a million transactions,
0: mm-hmm.
1: roll them all up into to one transaction, and then put that on the chain. So, on the chain. So instead of processing all a million, you can basically the blockchain, the Ethereum of the world, the Bitcoin of the world processes one transaction instead of a million. Um, so there's that to look out for. We'll be talking a lot more about that. Um, there's also Cosmos, um, which is basically a, a protocol for interchain communication. You can think of this as, uh, you know, the, the email of Web3 of blockchain. It's, it's very similar in terms of uh, protocols where it's allowing for the communication across, um, as well as, you know, maybe even the Internet may be a little bit more of an accurate description of Cosmos. So we'll be talking more about these these innovations as they'll play a big part in the next iteration of blockchain. Um, we'll see again these type of solutions, these type of innovations take blockchain away from being this complex, convoluted, um, you know, just really far out idea to something that's very easy to use. Something that you know will become the actual blockchain part of it will become a back burner to you know the actual abilities of the blockchain and what it's uh, what it allows for the users to do. Uh, so very, very excited about Layer 2s and what it's going to offer for this next iteration of blockchain. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Beautiful summation, like always. We'll be We're that game, man. Make sure y'all like, comment, and subscribe and share with everybody because this game cannot be shared with only us. It has to be shared with... The masks.
1: People got to get it. They got to get this game, man. Gotta
0: and if you want to watch it on YouTube, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart Radio, anywhere where you can get your audio platform. Audio has yeah. the needs. So, man, with that, those are our really big predictions in terms of the key themes to watch out for for 2023. You know, there's more themes out there, but these are some of the most poignant ones that we wanted to highlight for you all. Yep. And now with that, the real talk that we <laughs> want to get to is: what are those 2 boys gonna do next year? Those block to block boys, powered by Relink. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm what they gonna do next year?
1: Wondering. I know y'all. Wondering.
0: I know y'all wonder. And you know. We can we can see it in your faces, even though we're video <laughs> right now. We can see it in your faces as you're looking at the camera, saying, "Let us know. Stop stalling. We're not stalling. It's gonna stall. baby."
1: You know, what I'm saying we we just building up the we building up the the want. You know, what I'm saying we we building up the. Anyway, anyway,
0: anyway, the anyway, anticipation. Anticipation. What, what we're looking for doing in terms of the Timbuktu, our physical NFT marketplace. Actually, before we even get into that, let's just talk about the Timbuktu, right? So once again, you can watch our earlier episodes, like episode one, episode two, in which we really talk about our platform. But essentially, the point of the Timbuktu is to allow us to pair NFT technology with physical collectibles. And the reason why we want to do that is because as we look at nfts as a whole you know really an nft is just a digital certificate for an asset for some kind of item and in terms of like the boom and like all of the money people have been earning it's been solely through digital nfts and you know the nfts are really focused on the collectible space but the vast majority of the space for collectibles is physical 97% to be exact right and there hasn't been no easy solution for creators of physical collectibles to benefit from the technology known as NFTs. Until the Tempo 2 came along, baby. And so what we're really focused on is helping to onboard more creators onto our platform. So far, we operate within the fine arts, music, and fashion verticals, which is why you see like our... Physical NFT art show in DC that we posted on the channel. Shout out to Patrick Henry, shout out to Amir, some of our partners for the Timbuktu ecosystem. Yes. And one thing that we're really looking to do is to continue to build our, our ecosystem, right? We've been talking to more creatives, we've been onboarding more of them onto the platform. But if you're watching this, if you're interested in really learning how to use this Web3 technology to elevate your brand and to be ahead of the times, Reach out to us because, you know, unlike, I don't even say that, but we're not going to be all up in your videos. <laughs> and then, you know, come to Timbuktu, baby. That's all we got to say. So, definitely for those creatives and entrepreneurs who are interested in Web3 technology and would love to partner with us and you operate within the collectible space, reach out to us because we're really looking to build out this ecosystem.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, a big part of that is, is we're going to be outside all 2023. You will be able to find us. You will be able to find us. And, uh, you know, big thing for us is is putting on activation. So we're looking for uh, people to partner with. We're looking for creatives to partner with. What we really want to do is bring Web3 technology to the people, right? Meet them where they are. Whatever your collectible is, if you have a community of people that you feel can benefit from learning about Web3, let's put on a, a live event. Let's, you know, figure out a way to, you know, take your product, right, connect it to this NFT, connect it to this world of Web3, and then bring your community along as well, right? Bring your buyers along. Bring other creatives that you think would benefit from this technology. Bring them along. Let's have a live event where we're able to really showcase the technology, show the benefits, uh, allow the people to ask questions, right? We don't want this to be something that's, you know that doesn't feel tangible it doesn't feel like you can't touch it right like you can touch this technology we just have to figure out the way to communicate that and we think these these activations that we're gonna be doing is gonna be a great way so we're gonna be outside you're gonna be able to to you know talk with us you're gonna be able to touch us you're gonna be able to explore the technology with us pop um <laughs> anyway anyway what I'm doing is hilarious um But, yeah, man, so definitely be on the lookout. We will be outside. We will be in a a neighborhood near you, a store near you. Uh, You know, whatever it may be, we're going to be there.
0: Yes. If you want to get involved, so, for instance, if you want to be a sponsor, whether that's financial or in-kind gifts, let us know. You know, shout-out to our past sponsors. Shout-out to This Is Good Water luxury yes. black owned water premium water and you know shout out to organizations you know we are having a multitude of public events that we have scheduled but also if you have like your own community and you want something more closer knit then reach out to us as well shout out to the gathering spot we're doing yeah. a state of web 3 event with them top of january just to talk about like the key things to look out for for 2023 and in february you know our public event would be our NFT Paint and Sip. We're still workshopping the name, but shout out to Zate Night, which is a great brand that's focused on creating curated experiences for couples and those who are looking for love. And shout out to Alex, to Lexi, you know, full t- full name Alexa, but Lexi Maria, who is our esteemed Paint and Sip artist. We got yes. cooking up for Valentine's weekend. Yes, so, yes, yes. You know so y'all
1: be on the lookout. Y'all be on the lookout. Yes. You can
0: find love with NFTs, y'all. <laughs> with physical NFTs, you can find love.
1: You can do it all. You can do it all for sure. Um, yeah. and with that too, you can you can reach us all social media at relent global at the Timbuktu. 2 Uh definitely reach out to us, give us a follow. Um and make sure you you reach out so that we can we can figure something out and, and do something special for the community and for the people.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen, it doesn't even have to be all large and big like these Sony's events we'll be doing. Like it could be even a Zoom call where yep. we're trying to bring this education to a computer screen or a venue near you. Yep. Absolutely. And that's just one of the goals, you know, two of the goals, you know. We definitely want to work with more creatives and entrepreneurs of these physical collectibles and we're gonna be all outside you're gonna hear us plug it every episode you're gonna see <sighs> it's gonna be crazy
1: it's gonna, be crazy. It's gonna but be crazy we also want to talk about what we want to do for block to block yes. next year as well block to block season two what does that entail Right. And I'm gonna let mama do get into it because because Mamadou is the 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 lead the leader when it comes to Block to block so. Tell the people what they they should be looking out for next season for Block to Block.
0: Season two is going to be bigger and better than season one, and here's why. So next season we're going to be focused on having more structured presentations that are focused on skills development, right? So for example, you know we had Sean on who came and talked about what you need to do to become a developer in Web three. Well, we're going to break down all the different opportunities for you to gain skills and different avenues onto the podcast next year. So whether that's how to evaluate a blockchain network, how to evaluate projects, how to build skills as a developer and much, much more. And so that's one thing we're looking forward to doing on the podcast next year is having more presentations that's focused on the ways in which you can benefit. I love it. I love it. And we also too,
1: we want to bring on uh, more guests, right? Founders, experts, Uh, Everything in between, we want to make sure that we're giving you guys uh, access to this Web3 community, to to people that are doing great things within uh, Web3, uh, and make sure that we're giving you as much game as possible. So remember, like, comment, subscribe, most importantly, share. Uh, This information should be, you know, shared out to your people, to your loved ones. This free game, baby, it it shouldn't even be free, but, you know, we love y'all. Uh, so we
0: make sure that we give y'all this free game so y'all can get into this web 3 world. Man, for those who like Greek mythology, think of it like this like this game is like when Prometheus brought the fire to mankind and that revolutionized everything. I'm just saying, hey man, <laughs> man. yeah, them 10 two boys get deep with it. Hey
1: man, I, look, shout out, shout out Prometheus, right? Shout out
0: Prometheus, shout out, but man. This has been an action packed, value packed, everything positive packed episode. Yes, sir. I loved it. I loved it.
1: Hey, Mama Dude, with that, I think that's uh that's episode 19. I think that's the close of season one. Uh I'm Web3 Wayne. And I'm NFT and
0: Jai. All right, folks. And that's all. Man, we'll see you next year. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year.